Good morning, Ray. Good morning, John. How are you today? I'm doing great, man. How are you? Doing pretty well. It's it's Friday. That's a good thing, right? Yeah, it's always a good thing when it's Friday again. You know, I just can't help but play with the microphone while we start, Ray. I know. It's become a habit for you. Well, let's just uh, explain why I'm having to play with the microphone so much today. Well, I don't know that it's any more today than any other day, but I'm not there to witness it because I am on the road. I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. I thought you were going to uh, Miami this week. No. Down to good old Hotlanta. What's that restaurant there by uh, University or something? Some kind of hot dog place uh, or burger place? Oh, you're talking about the Varsity. The Varsity, yeah. Yeah, that is a, uh, a historic place. Did you eat lunch there while you were there this week? I didn't. I didn't, but I should have. You know what I like going down to Atlanta? Uh, I used to go to Macon and Warner Robins a lot, and they had a Freddy's, I think it was, just south of Atlanta. They made like a, you know, the old style hamburger that's like, you know, a quarter inch thick and like a little burnt around the edges. That's good stuff. Well, the, at the varsity, they're pretty thin, but uh, man, if it's greasy and bad for you, the varsity serves it. And they're, they're known for saying, what do you have? I think they even have t-shirts that say, what do you have? And they want you to order it quick, right? Yep. We've got a little rain up here on the banks of the beautiful Tennessee River. It's very overcast and sprinkling. It's cloudy down here, too. And the cat has been out all night. <laughs> <laughs> and I got up this morning and went out there to call him, you know, let him in, and it was raining. So he's out in his hiding spot wherever he goes when it's raining. Well, you know, that's fun. We're gonna have you know uh, pet enthusiasts boycotting us. <laughs> Peta leaving your leaving your cat out all night. <laughs> well, he likes it. Oh, sure. <laughs> he's, he's told you many times. <laughs> well, maybe he. Uh, I mean, uh, he probably doesn't enjoy the rain. I'll give him that. Yeah. Well, and he. Uh, he, he lets he lets it be known what he likes and does not like. He's very vocal, isn't he? Oh, my God. Yeah. Can't shut that cat up. <laughs> well, today I believe we were going to talk about, you've been in Atlanta doing a hiring and training event. Can we talk a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah. We, uh, a couple, two days of, of interviews, uh, two solid days, had a lot of fantastic candidates, ended up with... Uh, uh, class of 12 and then did two days of new hire training to get these young green peas up and running and understanding of the car business. I think one out of the 12 had some car experience. So uh, a lot of new, fresh young minds to break their spirit and uh, get them in the corral. Well, that's kind of what I wanted to discuss is just, you know, what do you look for in a salesperson when you're doing these interviews and then, you know, if we have time, we can get into the training a little bit. But I know yeah. you've got this saying that you got from John Frew Morgan, or maybe you came up with it yourself. Something about the next best salesman, maybe. Yeah. Well, John, who, uh, who I partner with on these, uh, who's been doing hiring events and 
the like for dealerships for I think 15 years now. It's really, just that's his core of what he does. And uh, he always says, "Your next best salesperson is currently working at Cracker Barrel." Could be serving tables or what do they right. call it? Uh, hostess or host greeter? Yeah. But but what you look for in those people is what an outgoing nature, a I mean, just an ability to carry a conversation, that kind of thing? Yeah, you know, very easily approachable, good personality, you know, doesn't have a hard time conducting and carrying on a conversation. Um, You know, a little bit of sales background is good, so they understand just the key concepts of what it is to work on commission or, you know, to eat what you hunt perspective. Right. yeah, and, and coachable, you know, somebody who's open to learning and you know, doesn't, doesn't already know it all. Yeah. I, I shy away from people um, who have worked at multiple dealerships. Yeah, well, just because they, you think it's better to train somebody new than to unlearn those bad habits, maybe? bad habits that, that they've picked up along the way and also you know they they seem to be less less coachable if they have you know it's like uh like we've seen many times that the person who's brand new doesn't know anything they're closing deals because they don't know any better right, right? The, the deals all the rookies are going hey oh this guy's not a real buyer hey rookie you got enough <laughs> right then he closes a seven pound deal Right, and then, yeah, he walks away with a deal. And, uh, you know, so at least to have that opportunity to, to start them off right and also you know, follow the, the processes of that dealership. Because every dealership has their own processes, as you know. And it's just, to me, it's easier if you've got a good personality, you're open to coaching, you know, and a, a resilience there. Um, I mean, those are the, the key components. Well, and we've talked about it several times, how that rookie salesman, you know, the first couple of months, man, he's he's leading the board because, like you said, he doesn't know any better. We just tell oh, him, yeah. you know, go say this, go do this process. You know, all right, you're on step three. Let's go to step four. And he just right. does it because he doesn't know any better. Then, you right. know, three months later, he thinks he's got it all figured out and he's going to take some shortcuts. Well, all of a sudden, he stops selling cars, right? Yeah, well, and the, the you know, the GM uh, was participated in the meetings, which I was very excited about. You know, it's uh, not, that's not very common and I think shows his, his dedication to the new hires and, you know, how he values these, new employees, um, but was saying, you know, there, there's some things we're not going to share with you because if you know, uh, the natural inclination is to want to share what you know. And there are times <laughs> where at this point, it's better that you don't share right now. If you have them come up with a question that you don't know the answer to, we're not hiding it from anybody. Please come grab a manager and we'll be glad to to explain it and go through it with the customer, but at this point, you know, you just need to, to trust that we know what we're doing and let us load your lips. Right, and, and very often, it's not in the the information uh, doesn't cause you to, to gain or lose a sale, it's in the delivery, right? It's, it's in how right. you share I that think, information. 
it's in the delivery, but it's also, and we've seen it time and time again, you got that new salesman, and all of a sudden he learns something, and his numbers drop. Well, the problem is he doesn't have the experience of, uh, you know, like you know, the general manager and GSM I was working with. I mean, one had been in the business 29 years, and the other one had been in 35. Jeez. Right? So you know enough to be dangerous, but not enough to be effective. So, <laughs> That's you know, a great way to put you, it. You've seen You've seen the situation one time before, and you immediately try to say, oh, well, you know, this is how this is going to go. And no, there's a million other ways it could go that you're not even aware of. Right. So, you know, I mean, you know, let, let the managers put the deals together. And, and I, I really appreciated that when the GSM was speaking to them. You know, I mean, they're all about, hey, we'll give you a you know, first shot with the first pencil. But after that, we're going to send a manager in. Which, right? hey. I mean, let's let's be honest here. That should happen more often. Yeah, yeah. Rather than the, the back and forth, you know. I mean, that's one of the things we cover in the in the training, right? I mean, what what do you lose? What what happens when you go back and forth to the desk three, four, five times? Well, you lose credibility. Right. Yeah. You're you're not the yeah. one I should be speaking with, right? Right. You're not the one, and also, well, you know, whatever you presented me the first time, obviously. We have a lot, a lot of negotiation room, and I, I've always kind of preached that. That you know, I mean, as we lower our price to meet their value that they placed as the customer in the deal, well, you know, I mean, they, they, it's not a reassuring feeling to the customer. Yeah, they start to question right? in their own mind. Well, hey, if he's right. willing to go so easily drop the price, you know, maybe yeah. I need to drop my price. Right. If you're agreeing that my price that I came up with, you and I don't know anything, right? I don't know how much you could actually sell it for. Gosh, maybe the price I named was too high still. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you that we'd lose credibility. And, you know, it's uh, it does. It puts the customer in a mind frame of, well, geez, this guy doesn't know what it's worth. I don't know what it's worth. You know, now, now where right. do we go? Right. Well, or worse, he does know what it's worth, and I'm forced to try to guess. Right. Right? And, you know, hopefully I guess right, because I don't know. So, yeah, it, yeah. it just uh, it just works out better for everybody if you, if the, the manager, that, that early intervention. Well, what, how did the training class go? Any, any standouts, any uh, rock stars, you think, in that group? Uh, yeah, I, I think there there are a few. We had a couple who came from uh, actually worked uh, at a uh, at uh, I'll just go ahead and say a Carmax BDC. Okay. And you know feel like they could do better being a, you know actual salesperson, and I think they're going to be fantastic because they understand the value of an appointment and they've used some of the word tracks and seen success with. The word tracks that they learned in in their previous role, and uh, and will understand, I think, and and be more effective in the use of word tracks as they're as they're guided through this new venture. Well, they're used to working from a script, right? Right, right. And, and, they, and they see the value and, in a you know a process and a, a standard approach. Right, and they understand how to you know they've been through that whole you know, uh, circle of, you know, okay, first I'm just following the script, and then I get to the point that I'm so comfortable with the script that I can 
use my own inflection and, you know, kind of vary it slightly in order to feel more comfortable with the words I'm saying, but it's the, the information I'm relaying that is the critical component. And, you know, I think that's, a, you know, where you get from the conscious competence to the unconscious competence, where you just, you know, second nature, as you're hearing the objection, what, which rebuttal you need to use, and now you can just use it in a way that's more comfortable to you as the uh, as the salesperson and more conversational, right? Right. Yeah, I used right. to I used to coach that as like driving a car. Well, when you're 15 or whatever, when you're learning to drive, okay, you get to a point where you can do it, but you have to constantly be thinking about what you're doing. You know. You're constantly uh, reevaluating and assessing, and you know it, it's a conscious thing. And then you get to the point, you know, where you're you've been driving for years and years, and you just hop in, you turn the key on, you put it in gear, and you go. And it's like you say, yeah. kind of second nature. And, that, and yeah. that's a difference in conscious competence and unconscious competence, right? Yeah. You do it without thinking about it. You've done it so many times. It's just second nature. Right. Well, uh, sounds great, man. I appreciate you taking the time, you know, out of your busy schedule as you're on the road to, to do a quick little episode here. We're butting up against the 14, 15 minute mark. Uh, I think we're good to go if, if you want to call it. Yeah, no, I appreciate you, man. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll call this, uh, our little abbreviated and, and just for housekeeping. I mean, we, we've, we've talked about, you know, whether one of us are on the road or not doing more, you know, and more frequent, just short little, you know, 10 to 20 minute kind of touch base and share some thoughts and move on. Yeah. I don't think doing one or two a week that are an hour long, I don't think that's good enough. I think we ought to release four or five a week, even if they're a little shorter. Yeah. All right. So uh, well, that's what we're going to do. All right. Well, good stuff, man. I appreciate it. And uh, I want to thank everyone for listening. Yeah. Thank you for listening. And uh, please listen again. All right, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. All right, bye. like to learn more about John and Ray, visit our website, SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com, where you can also listen to additional episodes or read articles we've written. Or email us directly, info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com. We'd love to hear show ideas, comments, feedback. What about dealers and sales managers, Ray? If you're a dealer or manager who would like more information on our sales training, BDC training, new hire training, or process evaluation and improvement, simply email us, info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com. And don't forget about the total dealership assessment, Ray. That's where we come in, evaluate the sales process, look at the lead flow. I mean, if you've got leads that you're not handling properly, we can help. And we can help both on the variable and fixed operation sides of the dealership. Right, and these are immediate action items that you can put in place tomorrow to sell more cars or write more ROs. Right, simply email us, info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com.
That's info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com.